you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. First time a 300-pound man stepped on your foot under center, you'd quit. Ooh, That'd be it. That would so I've, I broke my pinky toe in half doing that same thing in training camp. Is that right? It snapped in half. I took a snap, didn't get out of there fast enough, whatever the, whatever the issue was, stepped on my toe. I was like, okay. I didn't feel very good. After practice, got x-ray, pinky toe snapped in half. Sheesh. The sheer force of a man. Who was the fatty who did it? Ryan Khalil. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Yes, hi and hello. I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to Studio 66. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. You just heard the voice of the other half of the handsome Dave's pro football team still coming together, you know, behind the scenes, and then we'll start drafting. Um, Let's say hello to everybody there. Good story there about, uh, would you call him Fat Ryan Khalil? Fat fat Ryan Khalil. I just hope he doesn't hear that. Heavy, heavy footed. Right, right. Well, I'm sorry about your toe. All's better now? It's better now. It's fine. Okay, that is the voice of number eight from your Houston Texans and the New York Giants. I, You know what? It's weird. Also the Niners and also the Panthers. Carolina Panthers. That is that was, right? That's where I broke my foot. Broke oh, good. Yeah. I, I just uh, reeled off all four of his teams. It's David Carr. What's the poop, fella? I feel great, man. Do you? Recovered from the pinky toe incident, and I'm, I'm good. You also have a new hairdo let's not bury the lead what happened you gotta i mean it's i i'm not opposed to it it looks fine it's just it's as just i always say of, about my own to the to when when i sit down at the barber i'm like listen just don't get too elaborate with the frame you're putting around the masterpiece that's know? really that's what all. it came down to is it was just a lot of work i felt like a chia pet when i wake up in the morning and i got some pictures that maybe i'll send to you if i can trust you i'd like to see that pictures. but it was a lot of product and it was a lot of blow drying and combing and i just i'm, I'm gonna be 40 years old like, and you don't need I don't need all that. Look at you. Really? Look at the right. man in the mirror. What do you got to doll up your hair and for whom? Thank you, you know? Thank you. Exactly. And that was kind of the the point that I came Where's to. Where's the hair? Like third, fourth gotta place go. when you're looking at the whole the whole thing? Thank you, Henry. Yeah. I'm lost in those eyes for the first right. uh, five, six minutes every time I, uh, I, I'm I in the same room with David Carr. Appreciate that. Also, here's another handsome fellow by his own right all the way from London, England. He is no longer, at least for the 2019 calendar year, our resident Miami Dolphins fan. He's decided oh, wow. to take a hiatus. Nevertheless, it's handsome. Hey. Actually, I'd like to be... That's enough. Let's get to the I'd breaking like to be news. Known as the uh, resident Salt Lake City Stallions fan. Oh, I like. That. That's I've where seen I'm you going. Singing songs about oh, the Stallions. Oh my goodness, team. that team. Is that the, the team? Stallions. That's my. It's team. interesting because people are trying to like. Okay, I got to jump on a bandwagon. Right. I gotta, Me too. I dove yeah. head first. I don't. I didn't Salt, even know what Salt I was Lake going City. into. I okay. didn't know what their colors were or anything else. I'm in love with these guys. How, well, how did you come to that decision? 
You didn't um, mostly, see him. mostly just that was the f- that was the okay. first name. Yeah, on okay. The list that I like I that. He is so American handsome. Yeah, I know he's Why? he's What's reared that? on he's reared in the UK, but he's American through and through. And this is another thing that American guys do. Mm-hmm. They just decided about three to five years ago, or maybe even more recently than that. People just decided, I'm now a Tottenham fan. Oh yeah, this good is the side that this is the equivalent. You know, exactly. like all that crap. Like what I love we- hearing people. Tottenham. I've I love I've loved Tottenham since twenty thousand and fifteen. Spurs are a rotten side. Like what? Yeah. Are, well, you what? don't know anything you about know anything them. About you the stop history. talking about He's it. He's the greatest player in the team's history since I supported them. Right, but handsome. Yes. You understand who you root for is not an intellectual choice. It's made. It's made with the heart and I gut. I, I made it absolutely with the heart and gut. I looked at all the team names <laughs> and I said the Salt Lake City. I don't even know if they're Salt Lake City Stallions or Salt Lake Stallions. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I don't care. Can I tell you one like thing it. that somebody pointed out to me as I was rating the uniforms mm-hmm. as I want to do? And by the way, the good news is for the AAF organizers, high marks. I think generally like speaking, some yeah. nice uniforms out there. Here's the weird thing about the stallions. Why do they have wings on their hat? What what uh, well, what flying beast way? besides Pegasus do you know of that has well, wings? Exactly. Well, what's the only way you can improve a stallion? Wings. There you go. That's a good point. All right. I met they, they you see you're a good supporter. They need you as a, a social media influencer hands. I am. I'm I'm acting as that on their behalf for free. Hey David Carr, yes. um we have a lot to talk about. Antonio Brown. I want to talk about Kyler Murray a little bit. Kareem Hunt, maybe. I want to talk about uh, one guy named Derek Carr and who he'll be throwing footballs for in 2019. We have a lot to kibitz about. Then okay. Julian Edelman, I want to talk about. Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass there is put together yet another thorough and dynamic uh, rundown for us, and we'll pick and choose. He's done a great job, actually. Along. I used to make fun of Eddie's rundowns, but in this case, the last two of them have been useful. We may This may be our map, not just for this episode, but for the entire offseason. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti might be our... Well uh, done, Eddie. Yeah. Because yeah, he sits back there just to draw back the curtain. Emma at least looks busy during these shows behind the glass. Eddie's typically just sitting there staring at us. And hey. I always wonder, like, what's, yeah. what's happening? Those Instagram posts ain't going to post right. themselves. Emma True. VP's got stuff to do back uh, there. I will say this, though. The, the the rundown process is me sitting at my desk. I come up with a bunch of, like, a huge master list of topics. Right. And then what I do is I email them both to Dave and to, uh, to Emma. And then Emma takes out the best chunks and then adds her own and then that together is, that's how it comes to is what you see yeah so yeah combined yeah. effort but you know well you said takes out, down. you said takes out the best parts as i let sounds like a dig at uh, emma vp one oh, thing no, for uh, uh, the other way around. She's, yeah, the other way she around. gets yeah, extraction um, could you give us some examples of the bits that you didn't take out the some of the bits that rejected eddie rundown items Hmm. I'm not sure if this one might. I don't think this one had any that were taken out, but most times I put like 20 topics and only, you know, five. Yeah, some of them might just not fly at the NFL necessarily. But they might fly. They're they're good stuff. But maybe like. Spaghetti's the rule breaker, and uh, MOVP's like, gotta toe the line, you know? Yep. Uh, yeah, she runs it through Rod, and then mm-hmm. and then he he gives yep. the feedback. Go with these now, yeah. Spaghetti. You have a new hairdo. Do you like uh, David Carr's new hair? I do. I like both of his hairdos, but I understand his <laughs> point you. of like not wanting to do. This is annoying. Like I'm sure what you have used to have to do with like you said, well, the gel, lot, right? the product. Yeah, it's it, just it takes draining. Minimum 10, 15 minutes, what and it, then it's like. Have you ever late. heard of taking ten or fifteen minutes on your hair, David Carr? I mean, honestly, I'm with what Eddie. What fella though? takes that long to do because his hair? Because you don't want you don't want to do it, and then you you walk away and it looks stupid. It, and then, like, and, <laughs> and then, then you're like, stuck with his stupid yeah, haircut exactly. all day. <laughs> so really, I didn't know some did people were drying at home. Yeah, I woke up my nine-month-old daughter too early, drying, blow drying right. my hair, and I felt like a complete moron. And that wait was a second, that was and I said, "That's it." And that was the last you day. Really did that. So I on a really daily basis, you have to break out the hair. Dry. Not anymore. Now it's done. What did. does that say about humanity? Like if David, I know. If David no. Carr is right. plagued by the demons of vanity, then then what chance does someone like I've me never, have? I can I can honestly hold my hand up and say I've never used a hairdryer. That's fancy. That's that's where I aspire to be. I don't even know where I would get. I one. think that I'm there where now. Where do you buy a hairdryer? I've seen them in I steal hotels. From your, you steal it from your wife. I mean, okay. She was in the drawer. What do you have? Four kids or five? Five. Five children. Five. Who do you have to impress? You don't need to do your hair. How do you think that I got those five children? Well, that's a good point. But you're a handsome devil by all accounts. <laughs> Emma VP, do you like the hairdo? Looks great. Even but though she thinks that I'm drastically not as good looking as <laughs> John Hamm. Or, or Reggie Bush. Or no. Reggie Bush. No. I'm sorry. Just, you know, no but, jive. Thank you. 
Mm-hmm. I appreciate that, actually. Deshaun yeah. Kaiser. More often. Or Truth. Better, what about Deshaun Kaiser? Better looking Kaiser? than Deshaun Kaiser. There you go, fella. i got to Google him. I haven't seen him in a while. Okay. A well, she, she thought uh, Deshaun Kaiser was nice, too. Tom okay. Brady remains number one at the top of my list. However, we did get to talk with Matt Ryan at the Super Bowl. Some really interesting uh, stuff from him. I, I just, as you know, Carr, I'm fascinated by being the guy in a football town like you were in Houston yeah. and anybody else and the pressure that comes with that and everybody backslaps you, but then also sure. it's like, we got to do better than this guy and everything's As lame. they backslap you, they go right. back home so and I they just, tell I, their, yeah. So we talked about that and, and uh, this, that, and the other, and he was fascinated also by some of my numerology where he was concerned with the NFC South. QB. I'd say fascinated maybe a, no, he loved it. a little bit. Dave. I, you know what? In case you don't, aren't aware, Carl. Yeah. No, 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 no. Let's not do it. I'm doing it. Cam Newton <laughs> wears one. Matt Ryan wears two. Jameis Winston wears three. Drew Brees wears nine for a grand total of 15. Since we went to four divisions, four team divisions, there's no chance anybody's come anywhere close to that low, a combined total of starting QBs, right? I'm with you. Pretty neat, right? I think the number two by Matt Ryan is impressive. I I always thought it was really impressive that he wore two. Do you know why he wears two? I have no idea, but I'm like, who would ever pick two? Two. You know what? I'm second. Matt Ryan reveals that. And you can go back and listen. Oh, but I know he? you're a busy man with the five I kids and, check the, it out. and the blow dryer it. and everything else. <laughs> yeah. I'll just tell it's it hard to, to you. Podcasts you know why? Over the blow dryer. You know who he loved? Yeah. Tim Couch. Tim Couch <laughs> at Kentucky. No way. He oh, loved him at Kentucky. That makes sense. Okay. So he was younger then. Yeah. Okay. Tim Couch. That. Tim Couch. Wow. I wonder if Tim knows that. I was happy to. Someone I, I, to tell I don't Tim know. That. I agree. Make him feel better. Do you know Couch? I don't know Tim. It'd be great yeah. to uh, we sound seem like you're on a first name basis with him, but uh, you yeah, say, I mean, let Tim know. But you didn't say Mr. Couch. Yeah, you didn't say Mr. Couch. Imagine, imagine though, Matt Ryan. I uh, whatever happens going forward in his career, he has already well exceeded his his idols. Yeah. Uh, his no, own fantastic. career. That's pretty nice. That's yeah, I didn't realize. That I don't know if that impressive. makes you feel empty on the inside ultimately or not. Car one last piece of business, then we will deal with pro football okay. at large. Yeah, we. Uh, uh, you know, spoiler alert, I already told you, you're going to be added to the digital wall of fame here in Studio oh, uh, 66. It's going to be a great honor. The only issue is, and we like to ask the player, mm-hmm. what jersey do you want to wear there? Well, what eight- let, let me just warn you, before he, uh, you answer, he will. He likes to ask you in order to deliver a, a different Sometimes, so whatever I say. So you think Willie McGinnis wanted to go up there as a brown? No, player. of course not. No. And that's Maybe why I have I just a want feeling to sure I know you where understand. I'm going to go up as. Maybe but. it shouldn't even right. be an eight jersey. It should just be an eight blow dryer. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> we should just get a blow dryer up there for a car. Fantastic. What do you think? I don't know. We'll um, think about yeah, it. Yeah, let me think about the team. I right. see a lot of Browns, though. I didn't, unfortunately, didn't play for them. So I know we, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm not going to put you in the Browns jersey. Yeah, sure. Uh, what was your least favorite stop? San Fran? <laughs> I feel like San Francisco is going to be the. I didn't want to say San Fran because if that was the one that yeah, you magically gonna pop that. up on the screen. I wouldn't do that to you. I actually didn't even wear eight in San Francisco. So there's mm. that. Wait a second. What did you wear? Car Wild, well, I'll tell you. Car War, when he was there, he went to one, two, three, four, five, six. He wore number six. Ooh, you're so close. It was five. Five. <sighs> you're really close. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, San Francisco. There's a guy, Jerry Rice, who for some reason seems to think, or he, over the last month or so, seems to imagine that he has some say in who the Niners acquire from the Pittsburgh Steelers and has – uh, taken to social media to indicate, hey, we're all set for this to happen. Like, I don't know that Kevin Colbert and the Steelers Brain Trust is going to reach out to Jerry Rice to negotiate this deal. But one way or the other, Antonio Brown, we come at you midday Tuesday here from uh, from the West Coast. Um, and Antonio Brown has announced what I think was pretty much what we already knew. And yet jaws are agape. Uh, mouths agape all over yeah. football America today at the news that Antonio Brown wants to be traded now. First reaction to this, I, I don't, what, what's even is the update on this? Yes, yeah, we I thought know. he was I mean, getting yeah. traded, but what do you think? Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised. I don't think anyone's surprised um, that really follows it. I think that this was something that had to happen. I think that Antonio even... I feel like there was no meeting. Like I was trying to ask, was there like, I was asking Ian Rappaport, was there a meeting? Like, did they bring him in and say, okay, maybe we can figure this out because that's what I would want to do. If I was the quarterback there, if I had Antonio Brown on my team, I would say, can we just all get together and talk about this a little bit before we send off? I know. Here's what I can tell you. He was caught that he received phone calls from teammates, including one Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. was not returning them. Well, then that makes sense because he wanted out. So right. he and wanted it, out. So he just, this is just a matter. It of feels that. like this is maybe a, a shortcut to him not having to take those phone phone yeah, calls to be right. like, okay, 
I definitely don't want to have that yeah. conversation no, you're with right. you guys. So don't even bother, you know, wasting your valuable minutes. I also, though, is. this is me reading the tea leaves. No one, I mean, I've heard back and forth on this, but I, but I think that the Steelers are the ones who made it clear pretty close to maybe even before week 17's game was played. Yeah. And it was pretty clear. All right, that's enough. That's it. Well, we've tolerated enough as an, as an organization, we're going to part ways with you um, as soon as we can. And may, I, I also said though, about three weeks ago that as you get away from things and you get to, from the, from the uh, inflection point that maybe cooler heads prevail and maybe by March they'll say like, all right, listen, we're better off with you, you know, Roethlisberger, Burger. Come on, AB. We're better together. Let's just uh, make this thing work um, on the player level and, and we'll go from there. And maybe that would have worked. And I thought maybe there was some room for that, but um, this seems to rule it out. I don't think the Steelers, yeah. I, I think the I think Steelers, Steelers an organization a, wanted to part ways. Yeah, I don't think the Steelers had a chance, a, a choice, the, the organization, like the front office and then Mike Tomlin even, because at this point, Antonio Brown's in charge of your team if you let him stay. Yeah. But you do you don't think, do anything. But yeah. do you think in doing this, he's saying, like, the Steelers didn't let me be who I need to be. Is there another team that's going to allow him to walk in and behave the way that he apparently feels like yeah, he wasn't allowed to? It just, it just doesn't, doesn't feel realistic now that the story's out there that this is what AB does in the locker room and this is the kind of player that he is with his teammates or whatever. Then another team's going to be like, come on in and feel free to just you be you. You know, this this it just doesn't that doesn't seem realistic to me. It, it, that, that's a great point, yeah, as Reggie Wayne. Because that's uh, I think what he imagines is out there is the grass yeah. is going to be greener somewhere else, and he's going to be able to walk in and do what he I wants. Think he Eighty-seven just wants to be forewarned, the, like yeah. yeah, you're just the grass is not always right. greener. He right. tweeted out uh, on Tuesday. I think as he well. just wants to be the guy. Honestly, I think the Juju Smith Schuster mm. factor is is way yeah, underrated. Real. I think yeah. that, that that is it for me. If he's not the main guy, he's not getting the targets. Because if you look schematically where they put Juju and where they put Antonio, they were trying to get Juju Smith the ball. Now, maybe Antonio had better production because he's Antonio Brown. But they were they were setting this up to where he was the man there, Juju Smith. And so Antonio, he's, he's out at that point. He I think I think that you're right about that. And um, we I, I think Juju recognized that during the season and even after that. Yes, the reason that I am running in free space so often is because 84 yeah. commands um, a couple of guys worth of attention yeah. on the other side. And A.B., if you believe what uh, what people say, including uh, what's come out of the A.B. camp, he wanted the Steelers to feel what that looks like. OK, I'm not in the line. Up now, let's see. Well, we saw what happened in the last. I know, but is that fair to do that? Like, all right, so wait, he's not going to show up. We have twenty-four hours, forty-eight hours to like build a game plan around nineteen. We thought eighty-four was going to be here. No, I'm with you. That's but that's not fair to the to the team. And he maybe he did that on purpose, like you said. Um, But I think that there's a a very real factor of Antonio Brown not being on the field next year, and it just being Juju Smith. And I mean, it's going to be different. It's just going to be different. It's not the same because now all the attention goes to him, and now who's going to step up? Washington. I mean, who's going to really be that next guy? It's not Antonio Brown. So I'd be, I'd be, I'd be looking for one. I get it, but also, isn't the other side of that coin that no? I mean, who wins the Super Bowl because they have this uh, this dynamite? Oh, you. No, you don't need dominant him. number one guy. That just no, isn't. Uh, it's a clear. I'm with you on that. Right? I yeah, mean, no, who, you, you don't need it. You don't necessarily need the it. The Colts were the last team that you would point to it, and say, well, but, they had Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne and they won the Super. I mean, like, right. yeah. Julian Edelman just wrecked the NFL playoffs. Julian Edelman? Come on. But Dave, you've celebrated for a long time, rightly so, that the Steelers had the triplets and the triplets, you know, having one of each of those guys tends to be something that you can predict success on. So the Steelers now, without Le'Veon Bell, and we saw James Conner can step up to some extent, Juju isn't equal isn't the equal of AB. You've still got Ben, but you know his his best days are behind him. Does that you know that you need you need some portion of that for it to happen? Well, I was on I was on the around the NFL show earlier in the week. Go back and listen to that because we were debating would be dynasties who's about to go into a protracted stretch of irrelevance, and it seemed like a lot of people were saying the Steelers. I just don't buy that at this point. I think they have a dom. It's the it's boring, but they have a dominant offensive line, and they have three 
dominant yeah. pieces, and I, I don't use that glibly. Just Stephon it and Javon Hargrave, along with Cam Hayward, they don't have depth at the yep. position, but they're, but they are loaded up front, and they're in good yeah. shape there. Build out from there. I'm not terribly concerned about the 2019 Steelers. And by the way, the Cleveland Browns are guaranteed already by all accounts. Oh, yeah, the win the, 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 the AFC well, North. The AFC. Away with it. So they're not plucky the underdogs the at this point. Super Bowl. Yeah, think, right? Right? The Steelers are just plucky underdogs. Right. I just hope they can hang in there. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I hope they don't, don't get humiliated twice exactly. by the Browns. That's all I'm hoping mm-hmm. for. That's true. Just keep it close. So, um, so Carr, yeah. do you think, give me your best guess. You know uh, how these things turn out. Antonio Brown in a world where Kareem Hunt gets signed by a team. It's, it's the old thing. All you need is one team. You don't need 31 teams to show interest. You need one team. Will there be, best guess, a team between now and March that steps up and says, yeah, we'll give you a first for 84? Yeah, 100%. I think a first. I do think that there are someone that will give a first for Antonio Brown because just his talent alone is is worthy of that. Now, the, the stuff that you talk about with is he think he's just going to walk into the locker room and be this guy? I think that you have to have, as a front office and a head coach, a very real conversation. The one that Pittsburgh Steelers did not have with Antonio Brown about that exact situation. And really find out, like, what happened in Pittsburgh? Like, you have to ask that question. You have to, all three of us would have to be, feel pretty good about his answer for us to say, okay, now I think that he can come in here and help us and not be I think I think he'll understand that with the, what has to be on some level, no matter what, a little bit humiliating, and Drew Rosenhaus probably can get in his ear and say, listen, A.B., you have this is this. not the time for you. To, you you <laughs> right. cannot puff your chest out. And exactly. Make That's huge. You've learned a but lesson. This huge. will never, this sort of business will never happen again. You're all about winning. Yeah, yeah you have to Everybody can be coached to say the right. That's why the the combined interviews that are upcoming here, well, oh, he's, he's an impressive young man. How dumb do you have to be to not be able to pull off pull 10 up. minutes of you'd be of, surprised i i you'd I, be surprised i wish I've, i could conduct those in oh my god that'd be the best you would love it you but love there it. are going to be some teams as well that you you don't you need this kind of strong quarterback as well to be in the room with ab to tell him well, when, that's when he needs too. to shut up yeah because there are a lot of teams with young quarterbacks at the moment. you can't I don't put know him in arizona won. like you right. can't tell you, you can't go to arizona yeah. he literally can't be with josh rosen yeah just wipe it well, off we don't table. know if josh rosen's going to be there i want to talk about that's that in a second true. but yeah. uh eddie spaghetti behind the glass yes as best you, you can i i hate to drop this in your lap but i i, I talk about football for a living because i don't like math and then this this vexing math of low well, contracts and all oh, the cap hit and all that. And I, I don't I don't like to know about cap hit stuff. And yet it's been forced upon me anyway. Yes. In March, the Steelers would take a twenty one million dollar hit or maybe it would be. I, I'm not even clear if it's 18 so, million or what it yeah, drops to. They uh, he has a roster bonus in March, uh, March 17th. That was at two point five million. But if they just wait until after June 1st and trade him, then that $21 million dead money charge would drop to only seven. And then that would free up money for the Steelers and free agency. So it makes the most sense for the Steelers organization just to wait until June because they'll they to cap- trade him off to June. But yeah. it doesn't make practical sense yeah. because by then they're they've already it assumes that they're going to dump him in June, but you, how are you rightly going to be making moves in free agency without... Right. Well, you get the cap relief eventually, and then knowing that you could, you will trade, and that's what I'm reading. Dan Graziano had... You're allowed four. to do that, Carr? Yeah, I think so. So you can just, like, yeah, we have 40... We're, we're over the cap by $50 million, but don't worry, because by June, we're going to dump gonna a dump lot it all. Yeah. You can do that, and you can, yeah, it you happens. can designate things as post-June 1st cuts and that kind of thing, but still, with it, like, that doesn't seem to make sense for from every other reason... They want him off the books as soon as possible, and equally other teams who yeah. you want to, you're going to get more for him if you wait. If that, you do yeah, it before exactly. the draft, because yeah. otherwise it comes yeah, to right. the draft, and they're like, I don't know if I can rely uh, on the fact that I might. We don't yeah, really we don't need him, anymore, and that's like so. a bad faith deal or collusion or something right. to be like, we're hey, uh, listen, hey yeah. San Francisco, we're going to wait till June and we're going right. to trade him to you, but <laughs> make sure you draft that receiver that we want to replace or right. get give us. You know, you can't do that. You wouldn't be allowed to do that. That would be handsome. Speaking of weird stuff around the draft. The 10th overall pick in the 2018 draft was the aforementioned Josh Rosen. I still like the guy. However, Matt Money Smith said this to me before the season started. And they said, if you watched it, he said, if you watched him in preseason, there is something weird about it. I always put it on those Notre Dame defensive linemen who wear like number six. And it's like, how can I properly evaluate you when you're tricking my eyes with a single digit? Yeah, I can't all see I can if you're good. On. Right. Yeah. Don't wear a seven. That doesn't. You're 300 pounds. It makes my eyes confused. 
Likewise, sometimes you see those quarterbacks who cut a big figure in college and then they go out and you're like, oh, oh, he looks very slight on the NFL gridiron. That's Josh Rosen. That's my concern for him. He does not look big. He doesn't so look So you want to replace him with Kyler Murray. Well, that's two different guys at least. At least Kyler Murray is uh, but I mean for a guy who's going to stand in the pocket and uh, sling it around, that's not what Kyler Murray is going to be expected to do. Either way, this business is there off the top of my head, I can't think of a team that just used a high first and by the end of one year decided like yeah, 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 we've got to get out of this. This this was a mess. Other than the Atlanta Falcons when they traded Brett Favre to the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. That, that was a two, that was after, right? Oh, that was, was maybe a two. A two. That was, was a two. two. Okay, okay. But typically... Right. Right. No, but you're right. That's a good you point. Know what I'm After his rookie year. That's the only other time that I... Because this came up earlier. That's the only other time I can think about that happening because they were mentioning the... Jump what did they do? They took Jeff George after they took Brett Favre? Is that how that went down? I think so. I'm Spaghetti, sure. if you don't Spaghetti mind, look at, look at that, that real out. quick. Uh, yeah, that sounds... So that yeah. probably does check out. But typically teams don't replace their coach one year into yeah, that tenure either too. which the coach know, and the quarterback right that they have both been there for one year david carr yeah qb whisperer evaluated for us josh yeah. rosen kyler murray who would you rather have it's difficult because the x factor here is cliff kingsbury and and his offense that he ran in college and the one that he's going to run in arizona is i would think be very similar now he was in new england as a backup quarterback so maybe he tries to bring a little bit more sophistication to his up-tempo spread offense but i don't know man there's it's it's such a it's so crazy this this situation because you have cliff literally saying if i had the first pick i would take him now he was about to play kyler in college a that b right he has the same agent as kyler exactly and i don't think anyone anticipated he'd be that like yeah. at that point it was very very unlikely that absolutely he was gonna be the head coach yeah so it, team it's just the that, that's pick. the weird thing for so, me yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know it, I, for me kyler is not i He's a lot of work to do, right? So he is so good athletically. This is what happens with guys that are this good. When he's in junior high, high school, he's always the best player. College, he's the best player on the field, and he can do things that no one else can do. So if my first guy isn't open, I'm going to dance around a little bit. I'm going to make a crazy-looking athletic play that no one else can make. Well, that's great until you get to the NFL, the land of super freaks, where they're all as fast as you. The guys wearing the 90 jerseys are as fast and as quick as you. And when they catch you, they're going to hurt you, right? And you're only 180 pounds. Like, maybe you're 190, okay? So, and there's bad habits that he's gotten into where if you watch Alabama in the first half, when he played Alabama, first guy wasn't open. He still threw it. Like, he still threw it in the window. Like, it's interception. That's like five interceptions you had in the first half. They just didn't catch him, right? So NFL guys are going to catch those. If you can get like Baker Mayfield, same system, right? Baker was in the same exact system, right? You can watch them both play in that system. Baker was tremendous against pressure. Kyler's terrible against pressure. Baker was fantastic at getting through his progression, staying alive in the pocket, moving around, staying a passer. Kyler's terrible at that. He's great at moving and running. They have different qualities, and he's definitely electric. And when Oklahoma was on, I was watching. Like that was the one college football team that I was watching last year is where is Kyler Murray going to, what's he going to do with the football? Like I have to see this. But he has a lot of work to do. So is he a first-round pick? Is he a fifth-round pick? I mean, that's just – it's. I've never seen Oh, I can guarantee you he's a first-round pick. No, he pick. is. He absolutely yeah. is. He w- I'm saying he will be a first-round pick. No, I, I, and be. I agree with you. But, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the best spot for him to go. I mean, My I, prediction I think, is Denver, but maybe this Denver Arizona would be good. stuff will – Denver would uh, be interesting. Yeah, because they don't have a good offensive line, so he can just run away from the pressure, right? And do that. And yeah. against the defense, that's what you want to uh, – that's a good math in the short term. At I agree. Least but it may Broncos. be only the short term. Because he is small and he's going to get hurt. To, is, to but that's all predicated to me. Not all, but, you know, legitimately 80, 90 percent of it is. And I just talked to Mike Vick about this, if I may name drop in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I did it and I'm not uh, taking it I'm back now. I'm not I just talked to him about it and I said, what is it? Because he told me I, I patted him on the back and said, you at the draft said the best QB available is Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson is going to succeed in the NFL. And I said, what is it about you versus Russell Wilson versus Colin Kaepernick versus uh, RG three or anybody else? Some of you guys have spatial awareness. You're running full speed and you know, like I got Oh, I better get down just before I get smacked. And Mike Vick and RG three just didn't have it. Just they didn't have that. They would get lit up all the time. Well, I don't know if Kyler Murray is in which column he's in. If he knows how to take care of himself and never 
get yeah. lit up. Like Russell Wilson is fantastic at that. He, yeah. When have you ever seen Never. Russell Wilson Never get, get, get clean, slides hammered? Nice clean, right. second base slide pops up, hands the ball to the official. Kaepernick like, either. No, Kaepernick is 6'5". Yeah. Ne- ne- when did you ever see him? Uh, that's a, Yeah, that's underrated quality for sure. It's a weird thing. I don't know which yeah. one Kyler Murray is, but uh, Josh Rosen now, where should he go? Okay, so Do you think this will happen, first of all? I don't think, I don't think that it will happen. I think Josh had a, uh, a a decent year. I think Larry Fitzgerald likes Josh. Just talking talking to him, kind of away from everything. He thinks he's going to be a good player. Ah, you know. So I think that I think Josh is a good player. He I just think, needs some help. I think also the Cardinals have a lot of holes to fill. Yeah, and I would agree. And they can do that by having someone trade up. So maybe Kyler Murray is the first overall pick in the draft, but it's just not to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Or they just they they've got other holes they need to fill. Having the luxury of just taking an, a, a quarterback in the first round the year before and then doing it again the next year just doesn't feel like something that that team can afford. I I hear you. Yeah, it's a little Detroit Lions-y. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Just, yeah, it uh, is very You can't Detroit endlessly Lions. take receivers just because you receiver. missed on the exactly. last one. Right. Um, I do think that... And we don't know if they've missed on the last one either. I don't. I mean, like... Well, yeah. that's why I'm asking, you know, I, I, I you like, like the kid? I do. Yeah, I think he has... I mean, he had he had a terrible offensive line. I've been there. Like, I know how that feels. But I, think, I still think that he did a good job down the field. He's got some... He's got something to him down the field. He can throw accurately, intermediate, which is the, the crucial area. 15 to 20, 25 yards. For me, if a guy can throw and complete passes in that range, like I know he can play, and he can do that. I like, I, I, and I mean this sincerely, Antonio Brown to, to Phoenix, Patrick Peterson to Pittsburgh, easy peasy. What's, oh, who's who's going to bellyache How about that? How happy would you be? <laughs> I'd be? I'd be, that's a great idea. I mean, that's a good trade for both sides. That's good. They're about Josh, the same unless age. Unless you're Josh Rosen. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great That's a great idea. You think Josh Rosen, do you really think Josh Rosen would be like, don't give me that guy? I, well, he would definitely know, like to have Josh that Rosen. guy. Well, I've been in that early stage of, you don't know. Of course, yeah, let me have him. But yeah. no, you don't want that headache. But also, Josh Rosen does feel like he has a, enough of that moxie around him to be able to, he kinda to, does feel to that say... Way, right? But they can afford it, it because they have yeah, David yeah. Johnson, who, yeah. relatively speaking, cuts a very humble figure. They have, we have room. Larry Fitzgerald, oh, he's so classy. Well, now we'll just bring. That's a good spot for AB, right? Oh man, you're, that's you're a great spot. I figured it out. That's a perfect spot for him. They'll listen. This is how you act professionally. I'm one of the great receivers of all time, <laughs> AB, and I'm gonna. I'm, I'm sure gonna that's how that conversation is gonna, gonna go. I'm gonna yeah, shepherd you. That's what yeah. I'm gonna do on my way out the door. I'm gonna make. Uh, I'll be the. I'll happily defer to you, AB. That's a good spot for I listen. So I, if that doesn't make sense to you, then where would where does uh, he make sense going? I don't know. Not the Jets? There. Yeah. No, not there either. Well, no. he'd be good on the Jets because Sam Darnold likes when plays break down. That's it seems to me that what everybody who knocks A B and they're they're kind of uh vapid in my opinion, because you know, he's as I always point out, he's one of the great receivers of the Super Bowl era. I put him in the top three. Um, the thing that he kind of will miss with Roethlisberger, I think he is QB immune to who his QB is. I think he, he'll be productive given almost anybody under center. Um, but I think he likes the playground aspect of it. Yeah. That's where they, that you know, AB gets the yeah, know, no, you're extended right. plays. He's, definitely that. Steve, he's got that Steve Smith quality where he doesn't, you don't really know what route he's running. He's just going to be open. I don't think AB often knows. He doesn't. Right. That's fine. He just he's going to find out. His quarterbacks love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they that do. was that, that's Might the genesis the of their little argument right. in between <laughs> week 16 and 17. One last thing that I'll point out about that is, you know, I like to play what if. And I talked to Cam Jordan at the Super Bowl. I talked to Reggie Bush about this too. Oh, that that penalty that we should be in the Super Bowl. Where's our justice? All that. I don't want to hear any more belly aching from Saints fans because if in the Superdome, a good call had been made on fourth and two against Joe Hayden. That was a bad call. That's a good point. And if that wouldn't have happened, the Steelers win that game. And then all the locker room is feeling excited. They just beat That's the good. Patriots. Then they went to New Orleans and beat the Saints. That was impossible to yeah. do until the Steelers were on the cusp of doing it. They would have gone into the playoffs as the hottest team on the AFC side of things. There would have been no fight. Do you think there he sits have- out the wild card round? Well, maybe, but Ro- <laughs> but but listen, Roethlisberger and Roethlisberger and eighty four never argue because they're not uh, cross they're with each playoffs. other. Yeah, yeah right. they're not frustrated. Right. Oh, we blew that game. Yeah. Instead, they're feeling good. They're <sighs> together. All off one call because of that one call. Antonio Brown is likely to never be a Steeler again. Think about that. that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Saints fans. You know, it's true. I'm sure they're feeling better about things now. They feel much better. Um, the Lions GM says he's open to drafting a QB at eight. React to that. That's Hanson. why he's the Lions GM. 
I don't think that's. I don't. I don't believe him. Well, you know what? I don't I believe a, him is probably the best assessment. Yeah. I was a Stafford guy until this year. What happened? I, you know, I thought finally they have built an offensive line for him. He yeah. has some nice pass catchers. He has a running game. Now, Kerry and Johnson got hurt. I thought this is going to be a nice is, situation is, for him. And what they do, eight and eight. Is he one of the 15 best quarterbacks in the NFL? Yeah. D- is, are they going to draw, is his replacement, one of the guys that they would take at eight, going to be one of the 15 best quarterbacks I don't know. In he's, the ja- NFL? I, I, he's, he's on the cusp, and I used to push back at this all the time, but he's like Jay Cutler- uh, plus three years. He's getting to that point yeah. where it's like this. What is he? What is all this amounted to a playoff appearance or, or two? You know, it's yeah, the a, curse it, of a, an extraordinarily good arm. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Jay Cutler, same. He Matt just Stafford, said, just, I have such a good arm. I can, I don't, I don't need really to need to have to. Yeah. I, all the other stuff that Tom Brady cares about what I care about. I can just, I can throw it through that ball. Yeah. That We've talked about it already car, but I'm going to bring it up to you now especially with Dwayne Haskins and Kyler Murray and Drew Locke. And who am I forgetting there? Daniel Eddie Jones. Spaghetti. Yeah, like um, all these guys. Plus, you know, I think the Giants could conceivably move Eli Manning. We know Blake Bortles is out there. I don't know if anybody really wants him to be their, their starter, but Ryan Tannehill is out there, Flacco and so on. Have we reached, mm-hmm. in David Carr's uh, opinion, have we reached saturation across the NFL uh, with starting QBs. Now, yeah. gold uh, is precious because it's rare, but it is no longer all that rare at QB. We're really, really close because uh, you can only really think of maybe two places that can genuinely say maybe like like if you go to Florida and you look at Miami and Jacksonville, that's really the only two places that you could say maybe they could be upgraded. Well, they literally, neither one of those teams literally has a has QB, a but there are QBs you know out there saying? to fill those slots right. now. Instantly. Right. And right. guys that fit perfectly. Right. Like, I think Flacco would be great in Miami. I right. agree with that one. I think Flacco should go to Denver if he knows what's good for that's him. Also the better deal idea. is, the better idea is, send him to Cincy. People conflate those two guys, oh Dalton, goodness, yeah. Dalton and Flacco. They, they couldn't be more dissimilar just about. Yeah, in, I, agree. I, I know in terms of winning percentages maybe, but what, what does uh, Cincy need? They got John Ross and they got A.J. Green and, and you got Joe Mixon. Set it up with some play yeah. action as Carr and I love to do. I love it. Then throw the deep ball. And that's new, it. Their new coach is going to play action pass. There you yep. go. Big time. That's exactly right. Well, Who's who's his best pal? Sean McVay. Exactly. It's exactly what they're going to want to do. do. Is play action pass. So I think that'd be great. I like that move. I, and then, but I, yeah, I think we're saturated. I think it's a great time. I think the quarterbacks have been trained really well. Like Dwayne Haskins. Like some of these guys come with the kid from Duke. Like they know how to play quarterback already. Like you just put them in a NFL training camp and they're let's go. We'll we'll be the best guy out there because we're young. We got crazy ability. We're gonna make the right read. Like Haskins. Like I, I know guys that have coached him. Like Elite Eleven. Away of just different camps. Like, he's ready to play. Like I right hear he's now. a great runner of the football. Yeah, that's what some people say <laughs> what that say. aren't on this network. <laughs> Not on this network. Not on this network. No. Exactly. Um, uh, one other question. For, well, by the way, Handsome, are you worried about where Tannehill lands? Is he a starting well, QB in 2019? I, told you, I think his relationship with Zach Taylor makes him a likely oh, candidate interesting in too. Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, I'm not um, worried about where he lands. No, he'll land somewhere. I had a, I I mean, another I, but I hope he, good case study for you. Should they movie uh, Eli? To Jacksonville, um, that's a good fit to me. You know, I, I thought that should have happened like two years ago. I don't it's know too why. Late now, yeah, I don't think they I think, need. I don't think. I don't think he helps the no. Jags in a way that he would have done two years ago. I, I kind of agree because, yeah, two years ago it made sense. Now, even and I'm a I'm an Eli Manning supporter. Even now, I'm kind of saying, "Hey, man, just come play golf with me. Let's just go." Really, you think it's done for him? I mean, he, he's. He, he can't do the things that he used to do. And I think that's the case with a lot of quarterbacks. Like, Drew Brees isn't the same guy, right? But I, I, I think that it may be, you know, more true for Eli. Oh, this is a juicy uh, edition of the QB yeah. carousel here. I'm glad I, it's spinning right yeah. now. I want to go through a few names sure. now that we're getting into them. Um, don't you think Eli could salvage a good season yeah, if you send him to Jacksonville with his pal Tom Coughlin, drop him into that spot? I think so. He's not. He's not, then doesn't have to be the man. Assuming but is that what you want? But he doesn't. But he doesn't have the weapons around him that yeah. he does. Well, because the you have, he doesn't have an Odell Beckham. But you would have, have a great have a defense, and you have Leonard Fournette behind you, and you have a halfway decent O line. Great he's, defense doesn't really help him. Like sure be better though, than yeah. he was. It helps him win, but it doesn't help him be better than he was last year. But keep in mind, he's he must merely be an upgrade from Blake Bortles. Which he would be. 
But but I think but is that what you want though if you're Jacksonville? Right. Like, do you really are, is, are you, is he the best upgrade for yeah, the Jags? Yeah, or can you get a young guy in there and do? I just don't. Do, else? I guess I look at it from the other side of things with Eddie Spaghetti listening on from behind the glass. I you know I just don't, don't know if you're the Giants if you're if you do take Dwayne Haskins, what's the point of keeping? Eli Manning around. What, what do you get out of that? This nonsense, this thing I keep arguing yeah. and people say, what are you talking? Patrick Mahomes, fine. Learned at the knee of Alex Smith. We'll never know what would have happened in 2017. So Jeff Schwartz, who says, oh, you don't understand because Andy Reid, you need a year in that system to learn things. Okay. Would Patrick Mahomes have just stunk the world up? No. He wouldn't have been the MVP in his sophomore year. We don't know what would have happened with Alex Smith in there. What I do know is these teams that carry the the savvy vet and then with the, to to teach the kid and then like by the end of September, early October, Oh, the rookie's in there now. And Oh yeah, yeah we should have done that a month ago. Why didn't we do that? Yeah. when We had a chance to, that's- the only scenario that I like that is when it's the savvy vet is not a guy that's pushing you to start like, like Josh McCown. Okay. That's, an that's interesting great. One. Yeah, like right. for me, like Josh McCown, because then you take the ego out of it because I've, I've been in, in quarterback rooms where there's guys that are still, that still think they can start and still want to prove that they can be the guy and they maybe haven't gotten their shot yet. And so I'm going to really kind of maybe backstab this young kid and maybe tell him what I want to tell him, but I'm, I'm also, I want to start, I want to play. So like you get, you got to get rid of that. And I think that then you can have, because so the Eli Manning with a, a first round pick thing, I don't like it. I, I never, I never liked that scenario. I like the guy that's been there for like 12 years and I mean, what's like, the point bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick, like, bring Ryan Fitzpatrick right. in, like let him sit in there. He's a smart guy. He knows everything. Like then you can draft a first round kid, let the first round pick play. And I get you. Right, you. right, right, right. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like the Flacco and Lamar Jackson. Just no, not Flacco, at all. Cause Flacco yeah. still wants to play. So why, why is he there? He wasted a whole year sitting there. I agree. Next, uh, next one is we just saw him play in a Super Bowl and, most people say he didn't play very well. I think he missed a couple of key throws, but I think he also dropped a dime to Brandon Cooks in the big spot. Yeah. Four minutes left in the Super Bowl, down a touchdown. You can't say that uh, the kid wasn't nails there. Yep. However, the takeaway for a lot of people seems to be Jared Goff's now overrated. People, uh, It's now swinging back. Where are you on Jared Goff in 2019? I thought Jared played great. I think that he improved. his his Like I talked about, his intermediate throws are great. Crossing routes, 20, 25 yards. He's super accurate. I think he's got the right mindset. Um, I think what happened in the Super Bowl was he Sean McVay, he got outcoached, just like he said. I mean, there were some looks that they just didn't expect. And you could see from you know, when they pan back to the quarterback view, it's third and two. They're expecting man coverage. They motion. The guy runs across with him. It's man coverage. Sean said, it's man coverage. I can run a crossing route play. So they go with all these picks. And New England drops eight guys, nine guys. They drop nine and rush two. And Jared's like, well, where do I throw it? Like, you said this was going to be a perfect play versus – and he runs out of the pocket, gets sacked. It's fourth and 20. Then Sean McVay can't go for it. So it was – the whole game was like that. Was it – The whole so, game was like So that. if I understand you, because my uh, my hypothesis is, is that Sean McVay, all he does is play action. And you know yeah. my affection for play action. Yeah. Boots, and that's when golf is at his best. We saw that in New Orleans uh-huh. and uh, uh, in the Superdome in the second half. I is that what they did is exactly what you just described with, by the way, Sean McVay talking in his ear up until 15 seconds until the yeah. ball is snapped saying like, all right, all right. So, so you could see what the defense is there. They, they're, uh, they're dropping just the one safety. The other one exactly. is trying to, and then when he, when 16 turns around yeah. to, for play action, the sa- he doesn't see the, sa- the safety sprinting backwards, which exactly. by the way, is a side note to everybody else to make things about Pittsburgh as usual. <laughs> Everybody's at, oh, uh, James Conner saw just as many eight-man boxes, maybe more than Levy and Bell. Maybe pre-snap, but th- then when the ball would snap, yeah. seven would uh, would see the safety run backwards right. and chase A.B. It happens, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, so in in the Super Bowl, it was exactly that. So you have you have a difficult time getting into a rhythm as a quarterback when you don't know what you're looking at. you know. And, and they also had two different calls. Like, I was talking to Willie McGinnis about the same thing. New England had two different calls. One call before 15 seconds. If it got under 15 seconds, we switch our defense. So, like, how are you? I mean, everyone knows that you're going to be able to be in his ear for a little while. And as soon as that communication cuts off, now... Change everything. We'll change it up. And then now what are you going to do? You know, so it's, it's a difficult situation. And I thought at the end of that game, he started trying to find a way. I'm going to make this happen. I'll make some plays. So... I, I think that Jared's a good player. But, but with Goff, isn't the, the question's going to come whatever what, two years from now where at that point he's not on his rookie contract. You've suddenly got to pay him yeah. like the top three quarterbacks in the NFL. And that might be where the Rams, if they don't, if, if he still is reliant on McVay being in his ear and telling yeah. him what he's supposed to be seeing and what he should be looking at, that might be the point where they say, okay, maybe we should invest in a free agent quarterback or a, or draft a guy in the mm-hmm. second or third round that could 
potentially we we say we don't want to pay him that money and and we should bring in someone else who we can have on wow. on a cheaper contract in our new in our new world where their quarterbacks are growing on trees maybe they, maybe they don't maybe need they to don't. keep him right. that yep. way um as far as that goes are teams nervous do you suspect after seeing Sean McVay get dominated like that um that that he's still that there that all of his uh all these uh um, reiterations of him oh, are now, yeah. oh, are now sure. populating if you're, the, if you're the Tennessee Titans or you're the, yeah exactly I, I I would be a little bit yeah be, I mean because you got great players right you have good players but Sean Sean's different though Sean the preparation like he got like Belichick got him right and he's texting him all year and like kind of buttering him up but he's setting him up like Belichick's setting you up. He's going to steal the Super Bowl <laughs> trophy from you. So that's what was happening. So Sean learned, and he's going to be better for it. Um, I think that it was every guy gets caught in a situation like that. I mean, every good play caller, you're going to have days like that. And there were still, I mean, honestly, I'm not going to say that this was all Sean's fault. Like, there were also times where maybe the looks were confusing, and Jared didn't quite know what he was looking at. But if he was looking in the right spot, right, based on the coverage, there were open guys. So I'm not going to say that it was all Sean got just bamboozled in this thing. Jared missed some reads, too, early in the game, scrambled out of the pocket when he probably shouldn't have. And an older guy, more experienced Jared Goff, or more experienced quarterback, would have just said, you know what? Okay, they changed the look on me. Instead of going here, I'm just going to throw it here. I'll dump it down, and we'll make something happen. So I think that was, it, was, uh, it was just a matter of Jared Goff being inexperienced, more than Sean McVeigh being I, But also, we, we hear so much about, and maybe we just, hear a lot about it and therefore we believe it but we hear so much about McVeigh being in his ear before that is that a crutch that then he comes to rely on and then when it's not there or when things do get difficult as you say a more experienced Absolutely. quarterback would say okay I know how to deal with this and he's yeah. like oh my god I don't know what to do yeah. run around throw the ball exactly well that, and that's why they've had so much, so much success with Jared being so young is because Sean's been able to kind of say okay I'm going to be your brain here you just right. be the physical part and we'll get through it and they're going to they, you can survive that for that uh, until he figures it out but until he figures it out, until he says, you know, now I know, right? Even, Sean, as much input as you can give me, all right, they changed the look. I'm an older guy. I say I'm four or five years in now. I'm just going to make the appropriate it, throw. We'll go, we'll go win it. It would be way. better for him to say, Sean, I don't want to hear from you any longer. It like really that, would. For next season, it really that would. might be the thing for and maybe him they, to take the step forward. Maybe they work say, on that in the offseason. Right. Maybe they give periods where, and I know Eli did this a lot, where he wouldn't even want to play call from the from Kevin Gilbride. He would just want an entire period where I call every play. You send me a personnel group, and I'll call the play from the line of scrimmage, and I want the defense to move as much as possible. And Coughlin would set up those scenarios in practice, and then when we'd get in games, it's fine. He's not relying yeah. on the headset. Headset goes out. Who cares? Just send me a personnel group. I'll run it. So Jerry will get to that point at some point. Um, the other side of that Super Bowl coin is that, as you say, Belichick dominant. Um, and I feel like that also uh, you saw that in the first half in Kansas City. Big rally by the Chiefs, notwithstanding. That was definitely dominance from Belichick. And his defensive coordinator. It'd be great if a team hired him as a, as a head coach. I mean, you can't be excited about that, right, Handsome? Well, since what? you're not the fan. As a Salt Lake City Stallions oh. fan, oh, right, I, right, right. give me that. You got to give me that. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I don't, how how much am I supposed to buy that Brian Flores or anybody else had anything to do with it? There's no evidence that Belichick. People try to tell me that same thing. Like, oh, it's oh, all Flores. Like, okay, all right. You I mean, based what on what? Based on what? Then um, the other side of that coin is Tom Brady. I feel like that now it's, you know, 60-40 now, Belichick over uh, Brady for this Super Bowl, at least, right? You think so? I, th I think Well, they, it was all 26. Yeah, the key really. to that offense was Sony Michelle. It wasn't really was. uh, Brady. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean 60-40? You want to get If you're attributing if who's responsible for this For this game or for? I'm saying for the Super Bowl. For the for 2018 game. season. Oh, I'd you say more than that. Even. You say Br yeah, Belichick. I'm yeah, I'd say like 80-20. Yeah. yeah. I, I and Brady's, I also Brady's hanging on by the skin of right. his teeth at this point. Listen, you you make your snide cracks, <laughs> just, but you, that's right. I'm with you. I'm with you. He understands. I'm yes, sure he no, knows. He, he gets it at this point. I'm, I'm being for real. He I think he gets. He understands. Belichick's. He's the reason he's going to be able I to think, play until he's 40. And, and that's why Brady doesn't want to retire because he knows if he hangs it up and they get a they get a good Someone replacement else. for him and they go 11 and five and win exactly. the Super Bowl, people are going to be like, "Well, hey Tom, maybe it wasn't you. It was just uh, it was exactly this." Uh, right. Right. He doesn't think that. Oh, he's got six Super Bowl. Car does that happen? That happens. He of shipped, course, that would he happen. Shipped Garoppolo really? all the way to the other coast because he didn't want that to happen. Oh, oh, no, that didn't happen. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Uh, one more thing, Carr. <laughs> Drew Brees. Yeah. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want to know about Drew? 
I don't want to bash Drew all the time. But you're not. Ba- what do you mean all the time? When did you bash just, him he's last? He's just aging. That's all. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, he doesn't have quite the zip or the pop, but you know, they they, they should have won the game if you ask the Saints. You know. Should've and are we? And are we supposed? Is that is that makes us bad? See, that's exactly right, Car. See what you do. You can't. Oh, I, I better speak in hushed tones when I when I speak ill. No, I will like I have to. Like or something like that. But me. Roethlisberger's a bum. You know, like <laughs> we're allowed to just slay. We're allowed to. We're allowed to take down some guys, but not no, other but guys. But it's the it's the Breeze and the Brady's. It's it's just like. You know, Aaron Mother, Rodgers Mother can catch all sorts of junk. No, Aaron like, Rodgers, oh, he's he's incomplete. You know, he's not. <laughs> oh, but Drew Brees, how could you say that about him? He's because it's just it's Mother Nature's taking it. I mean, this Father Time, right? You know, like it's not their fault. They're they're you know they're fighting against it by being still out there. So bravo, you know. But hey, you guys are kind of. But it, you know what I'm saying. Okay, they, wait, wait, one more name. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, one more. There seems Sorry, like one obvious name that you haven't asked. Who's the starting quarterback of the Oakland Raiders 2019? I mean, I'm not available. So the only <laughs> other acceptable option would be my brother. Okay. But you know what? Flacco. Come on. You know, that could Come be on. nice. I mean, Joe's Who's sure, the ideal? I'm sure Joe's a great guy. Tell me this. 15 years ago, <laughs> 10 years ago, before Derek Carr's name uh, yeah. was uh, was eligible in, in the NFL. Okay. Who would John Gruden, what would be his dream QB? What's the ideal guy for him? Um... Honestly, I so if you just look at numbers from what Derek did last year, it's Derek. Like it's so weird. But when you talk to John and Derek together, they literally are like, "Yep, we're gonna make this happen." And like you talk to them individually, separate, it's like your brother's the greatest thing ever. Derek, John is the greatest coach ever. And it's almost like they don't hear the outside noise and mm. what's going on. So I don't know, man. I don't know how to read that. Like I've known my brother my whole life, and I feel like I have a pretty good read on him. And he thinks he's gonna play quarterback for the Raiders forever. With John Gruden and John Gruden wants Derek. So I don't know, man. I, well, I really by the way, know. they it's had a great they had a, they, they really did have a completely right. unheralded because the team was uh, dead in the water by yeah. ha- by midseason. But as it happens, that offense, they started going and, and like he completes Thru- the like, passing off. Yeah, like Gruden they couldn't wants, run the ball. But like to your question, though, like specific question, like Gruden wants a ton of completions. Like that's all he talks about. And so Derek just completed a lot of passes, you know, and. Maybe they need to be more explosive, and they started doing that towards the end of the year. John even made the comment to me after, and then I think he made it publicly that we need to let Derek let his arm win us some games, and he did that. And so they started stretching the ball down the field. But really, I mean, I was playing Madden the other day with my son. Like, their highest-rated wide receiver is a 70. Like, what are you going to do? You know, you got to have some guys out there. You need a guy rated 84. I'm just saying. You need a guy rated number eight. <laughs> Tony Brown was like a 99 at one point. That would be a nice trade, too. I mean, they, Why, where's your offer? I'm already negotiating with the Cardinals. I just want to, you know, first round pick, I'm good with. We just got to have a chat. And I know Antonio and Derek, they're cool. Would you, at if that Bowl, happened, cool. if he went to the Raiders, given that you now have the keys to the facility, right. would you be one of the people, would you have a chat with him as well? Would I you would. say, hey, look, I, I want you in as an older brother, with my brother. As an older brother. I need to protect my brother. You know how that, you guys. How would that chat go? Pretend Dave is Antonio You've got Brown. sway. You can, you can get in Gruden's ear and say, this is what, this is what I need to have happen for Derek. And who said that hasn't happened yet? Right. Uh, now, pretend Dave is Antonio uh, Brown. You're meeting him for the first time. Yeah. And he's already a Raider you're, or he's not yet a Raider? He's a Raider now. Antonio, uh, what do you- I'm excited for you. All right? I'm happy that you're here. Let's just get one thing straight. Okay? You're not in charge of this football team. Call God. John Gruden's in charge of this football team. AB, onward and upward. Here we go. <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> Call him. Business is booming. He's going to be great. He's going to be a great Raider. I'm it's excited. booming. I'm excited. Antonio Brown's going to be a fantastic I'm AB. <laughs> you're doing well you're really, <laughs> I think really inhabiting I, his, his I think role. that's about how the discourse would go yeah. I think so anyway all right David Carr you go you've said it all um, I don't I think will. there's anything left to be said thanks by for you. having me guys go ahead I want to figure we, we really did run through about six eight QBs you did you did that very was pretty well good. Um, David Carr has to go be on fancy TV I handsome I, I want to hear from you because uh, what do you need we have know? a couple of issues down at the bottom of uh, Spaghetti's um, outline here first of all See stick soon, cast David ups Carr. update thank you David Carr great stuff fella um, go ahead Spaghetti why don't you take it away with the uh, with the thick cast update <laughs> 
Well, we've been doing the weekly updates here when uh, whenever Hank's on the show. So just to, I, I got to be honest, I always have to come clean if I screw up. And uh, this week I screwed up a bit. Had uh, what counts? As I don't think you up, understand. I don't think that if you're doing not, this, you're excelling. Right. It's called the thick. The goal if it was the thin cost, if it was the thin cost, you would have screwed up. The thick cost, you're winning. I and he keep going. I I feel better when I do it as like a reward, and then I'm like, okay, then we could talk about the food that I consumed and like one large moment but when i do it so often or almost daily at this point and i i have to be better that's just how i uh, just no, how i perceive no, it no no it's the same way like you know listen my my girlfriend i can't you know it's like i gotta watch football like oh football oh we gotta like it's my, it's job. my job it's my job hey for you I'm, that's it's a, it's easy I don't. Do I want to eat I'm this cheesesteak right now? This. No, but my but my career calls right. for it. I'm building a brand around this. Well, I uh, finished all the milk bar products I had, uh, <laughs> some Mexican food for lunch on Sunday, okay. and then decided to drive all the way to Echo Park and try the what's called the best pizza in all of Los Angeles right. uh, Sunday night. <laughs> uh, good so choice. Chicago deep dish. Uh, on top of uh, you know like you know, the alcoholic uh, beverages we had uh, over the weekend too, so just uh, a really deplorable job by me. <laughs> I disagree. Short <laughs> I gym workouts. Right. Uh, it just it just it's. You manage to find time to path. do you not find sometimes when you when you're working out after you've eaten the amount of food yeah. it sounds like you ate, you f- you feel like you're kind of burping up. Yeah, horrible. The, the la- sure. like the last thing. Most That's definitely. not a good thing. I remember playing basketball thing. once, uh, a pickup basketball game once in college, or more than once this mm. happened, and I could, uh, it was, you know, the morning after, uh, a twister, and I I could literally smell the beer coming from my, uh, from my pores. Yep. And I also, a couple of times only, this has happened, I, I'll work out, and I can actually smell chicken wing yeah, sauce. If you lick your <laughs> arm, it tastes of pizza. Yeah, that ha- that happens to you <laughs> no. too. No, I made that up. Handsome spaghetti is like I think he. He's from, leading so the from way. From the time I've met him, I think he's gained about like what about sixty, sixty five pounds. About, yeah, I was gonna say sixty five. I mean, pounds. you got to gain some weight, fella. I'm doing my best. Got to hold up your best. end of the bargain. I will say this though: the the, the or hold it down more accurately. The problem is that, that like um you know like if you watch those nature documentaries, one the, there are the, there's the young animals that get to eat as much as they would. When you're a, when you're a daddy animal, you you're like you have to share your food with the with the children, and that's that's the stage of life i'm at at the moment well i mean if it's not it, it's either got to be the the thick cast ends with either like the thing in um uh, uh the Mo- monty python movie meaning of life <laughs> yep. one of you just takes Mr. one Creed, too many so bites and blows up right uh, yep. it's got to be like just a waff of thin mint and then eddie explodes. or one of you turns uh, turns into a fitness freak and I don't like that. I'm trying, I think, I'm it trying ends, to. I think it ends with Eddie being one of those people who's craned out of a house. <laughs> they have to take their roof off to get him to hospital. I get he's sh- now 678 pounds. I get a show and on he's TLC. got a bed sore. He's yeah. got a bed sore, which is so bad and becomes so badly infected that they have to get him out of the house. That is the to best. To do that, they, they have to take have, the roof off. When they have to take a wall crane, out to get you out of the house. They That's crane him out, still on the sofa, that yeah. he's now bound to. It's it's going that way. Between my girlfriend bringing <laughs> home food from the show she does, and and then me, my roommate, and my girlfriend wanting to try all these new places, it's 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 bad. And then, but the the best part too is though, like the place I went to, Masa, the the pizza place, Chicago style, it was so good. And right. now, like, I want to go back now. Mm-hmm. So like, I fall I fall down that path. I'm like, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. And I'm like. Oh, that was really good. But I'm living the brand. I'm creating a brand around myself, and I have to keep going. I I get it. And I don't order regular human size. We got two pies, like the fried calamari. We got the mozzarella (laughs) sticks. In Chicago, like, I mean, it's huge. It's so, I mean, talking about thick cast, it's super thick. It was really, it was delightful, but it's just not. Emma, if somebody called you on the phone blindly and said, hey, we're looking into uh, Eddie Spaghetti for a position with our, what what can you tell us about him? What would be the, like, three (laughs) words you would use to describe him? Thick. Right. Makes sense. Hmm. Great hair. That's three. <laughs> Fine with that. Hair dryer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who knew that we knew two, that yeah. two, two, two of the, that one half of the fellas who mm. participated in today's show use a hair dryer yep. or have used one recently. That's very weird. Um, all right. I think we've said it all for today. Right. Is that uh, more than enough there? Every, MVP? I think so. Yeah. yeah. 
I, thought, I think it was a good show. Besides the Eli Manning take, everything else was, was pretty good. Spot on. Which, right. which one? What was it? Eli has to retire. Haskins no. ain't going to make it in the NFL no, if he I, doesn't have a tutor. I don't. I just don't think that's. A, I don't get why you don't. You can't grasp why it makes sense for them. Because why, can, what evidence in the 21st think, century is there that that's a good dynamic? But they're, they're, literally, Mahomes, the MVP of the NFL. I'm is Dwayne Haskins go, some sort of project guy? He's not. But but the thing is, you never really want to. Why rush a rookie if you don't have to? Why even if like the Giants lost eight games by one by one score or whatever it was, like if you bring and they beat some good teams. If if Eli plays his best and he didn't have an awful season last year, and Haskins has the now like could sit on the bench and learn and, and really understand Shermer's system. Why wouldn't you want? That's like the best. Because I don't case see the upside of that anymore. It's not nineteen. Eli finished not nineteen seventy eight no. anymore. No, you finished, don't need to learn anything he, anymore. He finishes his contract out. We all the all of New York can thank him and great. Then Haskins steps in and, and he's great and he's he's right there with Saquon. And I don't I don't understand. I don't think that's and Eli has shown that he would tutor young quarterbacks. He's tried her. He's done it already with. The multiple guys that they they tried out. Like, I, oh I think well, makes... that, that well, that's good evidence there. Hey, look what he look how good uh, Geno Smith turned out. Right. No, but, but <laughs> the fact all... that he's willing to do it with Kyle Oletta or willing to do it with Davis Webb, that's a good sign. Like that's the guy you want. You don't want the Roethlisberger who you know goes to the media when don't they draft Mason Rudolph. Don't you do that? Don't you? Do... No, listen. Dave, I, I'm more willing to listen to Eddie than than you know, David Carr, who who played for the Giants and is friends with Eli Manning and sat in the in the Giants quarterback. Room. That, you, I think that, it's that, obvious which that, one, which opinion here we should trust. Surely that has to shake your opinion a little bit. I mean, the organization if, if his friend is it. saying, "I'm looking at how he's playing and he's not as good as what he was playing, the level he was playing at." I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But the organization has already said he's coming back. So. Yeah, a lot of or- organizations make, say a lot of He gets to things. make that decision. It, the, the decision on retirement would not be the organization's decision. He's not retiring. I mean, listen, if the Jags come calling, if the Jags say, he'd be, listen. He'd, we'll, he'd be significantly worse than the Jaguars. Giants have a better weapons and a better offensive line. It won't be your line. problem anymore, and you'll, and you'll gain that money. That'll be great for the kid. Bring in some, uh, some better players around them. I don't get it. Why do people continue to play this game like it's uh, 1998 or something? It's Haskins not the way a, it works he's anymore. He's a redshirt sophomore. He only started one season. All right, fine. Well, so what? What does that mean? What, what, if he's, uh, I mean, there, there's evidence aplenty in the 21st century. You draft the QB. You start him immediately. The clock begins on his career. He gets the reps that he needs so that by year two, year three, he's ready to soar. Russell I, Wilson. Yep, I could say RG3. Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I mean, he just he didn't start. He didn't. Like Bra- well, that's not, the, that's right not the same. That's not the same premise. There that's are guys fair. who sat and, and and it worked out. That was a Carson six round. Palmer. He was a throw in. Let's not give Belichick or anyone else too much credit for drafting Tom Brady after uh, the, all these years later. Um, you get my larger point. I don't. I don't. I think it's a luxury to have a guy to, to sit, especially one who's a redshirt sophomore. That's just my. And that goes for any team. That has a quarterback that's willing to, to to train them. I think it's it's a it's a real it's a good luxury to have. I don't know. I guess I guess we'd have to really experience on a daily basis how much Tyrod Taylor taught Baker Mayfield. That would be a good example. But there are that. better examples of that. Ha- like we're, I don't know. Yes, there's there's always there's good and bad examples. But I think Eli Manning, who's a future Hall of Famer, could teach a redshirt sophomore the ropes and you, uh, with this great offense they have these pieces I think why not do that I mean it, I because that's it, how it's portrayed publicly doesn't mean that Eli's like hey guy let me help you out I'm just here to be a teacher for you I don't buy that, be, that everything that has smooth. to be communicated very clearly like Eli this is our future this is going to be our guy you are at most this season you're going to play six games exactly and if you can have that conversation with someone and they're willing to accept it, then that's fine. If not, then then you say, Eli, thanks very much for your service. See you later. We're going to be it's starting the limbo whole- to put yourself in. But all right, fine. Spaghetti wants it to be that way, and so it shall be for 2019. And we'll see where that takes the New York football giants. All right, good times with David Carr. Good times with you, handsome Hank. Did we have anything we had to cover about the Super Bowl? Now that we're no, all we done, we did that because like, I've, I've been on a show with you since the Super Bowl. It's all running together for I know. me now. Sorry, now. thanks it's, for. I, I'm we sure went, it was super. We went from ro- one pro football season into the straight into the, your the, beloved the Alliance. Salt Lake City Stallions season. Can we find out if it's Salt Lake City Stallions or just the, the Salt, Salt Lake, Lake Stallions? It is okay. It is. Huh? They leave the city part out. 
Good choice, I think. I like that. I think they have the 1A uniforms. I like very much what Atlanta I chose them even before. I just want to be very clear. It wasn't the uniforms. It was everything about them. I chose them before I knew what colors they were. I I knew that I I bled those colors, but I wasn't sure what the colors exactly were. Silver and powder. Very nice. Good. I liked it quite a bit. Very uh, regionally appropriate. You you know, that's why I like the Dolphins uniforms. Yep. Because of the aqua. It doesn't make any sense. Aqua doesn't make sense in Motor City. No, it doesn't. Like Grand Hill, Hill tried to wear 20 years ago. That looked weird. Miami, perfect <clears> sense. <throat> um, wait, I, I just now, because I have to think of what it was. What was the uniform I said is the best? What are all the teams? There was the Atlantas. There was the, the Apollos. The Orlando. Not the Apollos. The, the fleet. It was the fleet. I like what the, the green. No, it's not green. No, that's the San Antonio. Is but it? they look good too. They look uh, the Oregon fleet, ducky with some the red. The fleet have two shades of gray and gold. It's hmm. Really, like a boat. Like all right, yeah, I guess like a boat. I don't know. Well, you know, like a a, a warship would have a silvery metallic oh. side if they're a fleet. That's of right, warships. like a boat. That's their logo. That's what I mean. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't just saying like a boat for this. I thing. thought you were saying the yellow part. I I was like, I don't know what a yellow has to do with anything, but yes, the the steely uh, shades. Yep. Yeah. Ship appropriate. All right, it's more than enough now. Can we end the show now? I feel All like right. people have definitely got their value for money on this show. All right, good. So we as long will, as you didn't pay to download. And, and uh, even if you still want more, I have great news for you because we'll be back in a couple of days for you. Until then, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.